listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff, connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. Well, one of my first experiences with Garland ISD when I was a youngin' back in 1975, I went to Shorehaven Elementary. Wow. My guest knows all about that. One of the things that I did notice, even as a first grader, was I walked up to the school and I saw what I now know is a dedication plaque. Yeah. <laughs> it's got all these names on here. It's got this guy, this doctor, and this, this. But at the very bottom, I don't know why he was at the bottom, but it had so-and-so superintendent. And as a kid, i like, what the heck is a superintendent? Well, folks, today we have a superintendent with us to talk about it. And more specifically, we have Dr. Ricardo Lopez, superintendent of schools, Garland ISD. Welcome, sir. Oh, man. Thank you for inviting me to the show. Um, this is an honor to be here. Thank you. It's an honor to have you. And, you know, uh, let's just be honest. You, you do get around some and uh, you love social media and you've been out in the community since you've been here. But we're going to let people know that get to know you that maybe don't follow you. Oh, well, you know what? Um, I'm going to tell you that uh, um, social media is is a new outlet just to get the message across. And um, one of the things that I'm thankful for is that you guys are using the same outlets to get people that maybe um, most people aren't hearing about to get their voices heard. So thank you for that. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun for me doing this podcast because I do it to educate people and and of course, my name, Seated to Serve, name of my podcast. I want to uh, emphasize people that serve in the community. And a lot of people think serving is one thing or another, but almost there's a lot of community leaders out there like yourself that serve. Sir. But they may think of you as, well, he's a superintendent, that's his job. But today we're going to find out that that's not just your job. Right. You know, you, you serve your teachers, your administrators, and more importantly, your students at Garland ISD. So we're going to get to know more about that. But first of all, who are you? (laughs) Where'd you come from? (laughs) Right, right. So that's the million dollar question. You know, uh, my dad was in the service. Uh, He did 20 years in the Air Force. And so we moved around the country. I was born in Kansas City, got to live in Guam, Northern Uh California, New Mexico. And uh, he decided to retire in, in El Paso, his hometown. And that's where um, I graduated from high school and spent most of my life. So um, I grew up in the Sled Independent School District to graduate, worked my way up the ranks from teacher to an associate level superintendent. And about five years ago, I was blessed with um, having the opportunity to lead Mission CISD, which is in the Rio Grande Valley. And it's it's connected to McAllen, and it's a beautiful community. Um I was there for five years before I came to God's country here in Garland, Texas. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, call it Garland, USA. I've been here for um, a good eight months, and um, I could not tell you that I, we could not have landed in a better place. The the community, the people. Um, I'm, I'm a um, superintendent is what I do, and I want to do it well. I want to be the best in the nation at it. But who I am is a father and husband, and I got to do well on that too. So when you wonder who I am, understand that I'm, I'm grounded in family values. And in our tri-city area of Garland, Rowlett, and Saxe, so are they. Well, as you know, we had a chance. We first met at a football game last fall. Yes, right. Saxe's homecoming game uh, back in November. And I remember we were uh, the city of Saxe delegation was there, and someone had told us, hey, the new superintendent's coming. And we're all like, oh, okay. And you know, like you just said, you know, superintendent's your title, but it's not what you do. Right. Yeah. And, but let's face it, 
superintendent oh okay here comes the big wig and yeah you know and, and the, the joke was i don't know if i've told you this before but the joke was well him and how much is in his entourage right right <laughs> you know so we were all kind of you know preparing for that and then you may remember we were at the other end of the suite and I, i'd seen your picture on the in the media release when they had made you the final finalist and so i i knew that's who who you were and i thought oh well, they're superintendent well, where's everybody else? Yeah. <laughs> He's right there. But yeah. immediately I thought that's very refreshing. And as you remember, I thought, you know what? My mom and dad taught me, you meet somebody new, you just go introduce yourself. Right. You know, and then my, luckily my family was there. As you know, my wife's a teacher at Seoul Elementary. And we just said, hey, let's, let's just go give this guy a warm welcome. And when we did that and how you reciprocated that, I thought, okay. I, I, I didn't know anything about your education, about your skill set or anything, but I thought, okay, this, this guy is the right guy for the job. And I say that because of how you approach people, how you uh, interact with people. I mean, you didn't know me from anybody, but very warm and very, hey, how you doing? I remember you asking my kiddos uh, questions about their school and things like yeah. that. And not trying to knock future or past superintendents, but I, I, I never got that from them. And so that's just make such an impression like okay i want to go, you know as, as a parent as you know i've told you many times i'm a proud alumni of alumnus of garland isd and i've never been more proud of that now because you know that being in school there the teachers i had and administrators i had then helped me mold me who i am today and i want that legacy for my kids right. and all the other kids we have i want that for them too and when i met you i felt like that hey okay you know what that that worry is is gone. Wow, that's going to happen. But now, having said all that, I, I, I got some beast with beast with you, though, man. Oh, let's do uh, it. I mean, so I'm here. I was I was looking at your resume and very impressive. Well, thank you. But you know, UTEP, New Mexico State, UT Austin. Yes, sir. I, I, I don't see A and M in there anywhere. What, what's up with that? Well, <laughs> well, you know, I will tell you that the, the funny story about that was that um, when I lived in El Paso, there's two options really there: UTEP and and. NMSU. So although I'm not an A&M person, NMSU is an Aggie. I know. Okay. I was going to say, that's their mascot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so when I was looking for a superintendent prep program, every um, university has their niches. Um, and uh, UT Austin had one of the best prep programs in the, in the nation. Uh, they're usually rivaling with likes of Harvard, Harvard, uh, John Hopkins. And so I said, why not? Uh, it, it's, it's a very hard program to get into. And I was just blessed that I was admitted. Um, and, and I really feel that they helped prep me for, um, being a well-rounded superintendent. And, um, uh, that's why I chose UT Austin, but, um, I'm all for all Texas teams. So if A&M is playing, I'm rooting for A&M too. Okay. We, we got a big, yeah. big one this, this weekend with Alabama. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I, although Alabama's a powerhouse, go, go gig them. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, because again, as we talked about before, you can have, any kind of educational resume you want, but you just mentioned it. It's the training you get, the programs that you want to get into that. Right. And, and even that's not enough, you know, you can go through those programs, but it's how you apply what you've learned. That's right. You know, into, and so I, I just want to touch briefly, you know, you came from mission ISD and, uh, you were superintendent there yes, too, sir. right? Okay. Yes, you sir. Came. Okay. How, how many years were you superintendent there? Four and a half years. Four and a half. Okay. And I still see them in the news and you're still very proud of what you accomplished there. Cause right. I can see some retweets from them. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest, I don't know anything about them before. Right. But I did, um, I did see where they've done very well. 
and so I, I, you know, we were, we joked about earlier about expectations and things like that. So uh, I know that Garland ISD, since you've been here, golly, you haven't even been here a year yet, I no. guess, if I think about it, how we're, we're, you're striving for that to hold, yes. hold everybody accountable to, to be, um, to, 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 to have high expectations, high standards for, for everybody. And I, I, as a parent, I really appreciate that. So you obviously you, Garland ISD attracted you in some way, and you got here. The school board liked you. They they often made you an offer, and you're here. But once you got here, uh, I, I know any good superintendent, any good leader, is going to evaluate what you have. And so I know you've had a chance to do that. What issues do you see right now? What's some of your challenges that you have as superintendent? So you know, one of the things that happens is this: is um, I was from Isleta, and Isleta was is continues to be a very high powered school district that has national recognition. I went down to Mission and the thing that Mission was known for was they had a very good school system at one time and uh, probably their greatest graduate was Tom Landry. So yeah. And just recently uh, I want to congratulate Rhonda uh, Pena. She won Texas teacher of the year for elementary levels and she just came from Mission CI. I saw that. Yes. So when I went to uh, Mission, and it's real important that I talk about this because they're both border towns in two different parts of the border and two different types of cultures. And so what I realized real quick is you cannot take a cookie-cutter approach to um, redefining an education system. you really got to capitalize on the strengths, find the gaps, and then uh, create a strategic plan to fill those gaps with long-term solutions, not quick fixes. So when I was in mission, um, it really improved my skill set because I had to take a totally different approach because it was a different district. Um, Garland has always attracted me. The people that I've always met at conventions, conferences, just have a very good sense of work ethic, belief, good old-fashioned values. You know, they're they're blue-collar people with white-collar minds. So when I came here, I did not want to do a cookie-cutter approach. I did a listening tour. And for about eight months now, I have visited different factions to hear what they feel the strengths and the possibilities are for for our, our school district. And so I took that and created a strategic plan on where we're going to go. So um, while... I've been in different places. I don't try to use the same approaches because every um, area is very unique. And every, every people, every type of people that I meet uh, have different backgrounds, especially here in the DFW. Not everybody's grown up here. So um, my strategic plan created a whole listening tour from that. That's where I started my plan. Well, you mentioned something there that I was going to bring up is that the school district, one, is very large. Yes. And it's, uh, from my stats, it's the 13th largest in Texas. Yeah. It's the fourth largest in this, in DFW. Yeah. But even more important than that is that it's very, like you said, it's very diverse. Yes. And I think a lot of people don't, might not necessarily realize that if they're not from here because, well, Garland's is a suburb, so it's, uh, you know, all the all the people that move out of the city live in the suburbs, so how, how diverse is that? But as we know, that's not the case at all. And I know that that brings not only challenges to you, but also brings opportunities for you. And when we come back, we're going to talk about those opportunities and some of the great facilities that you may not know about that GISD has. We're going to have some sponsors pay some bills, and we'll be right back. 
dreaming of a new home, an upscale lifestyle, or just a great new space for your growing family? Jeannie Martin and her team at Jeannie Martin Realty are excited to share valuable insight about Saxe, Texas, and all the surrounding areas you love the most. Contact Jeannie Martin Realty at martinteam.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-N team.com. Or simply pick up the phone and call 972-414-0719. Jeannie Martin Realty, making your dreams a reality since 1997. Go to martenteam.com to view listings at your fingertips right now or call 972-414-0719 today. Jeannie Martin Realty is proud to sponsor Seated to Serve on the OBBM Network. A vacation, a beautiful beach, first class accommodations, whatever delights your soul. At LCS Travel Services, you can afford to have it all. LCS Travel Services saves you money and time for a great vacation. We'll match you with the perfect destination, resort, or package without charging you any fees and require only a down payment to get you started. Call us today at 214 432 2909. That's 214 432 2909. LCSTravel.com to find out what we can do for you. And then call 214-432-2909 today. The American business economy is positioned as it has never been before. Professional videography is a core element for attracting a higher level of engagement with the people group you need for significant impact. Now is your time to shine. My name is Bill Brock, owner of White Rock Films, and I invite you to a powerful opportunity in the marketplace an opportunity to draw excited people to your events, an opportunity to showcase your ideas on infrastructure, an opportunity to become known as the industry authority and enjoy the associated benefits of a strong, influential brand. Video highlights, video teaches, video puts a resistant market at ease, and video stirs the hearts and imaginations of your allies and strategic client base. White Rock Films offers full audio, video production for businesses ready to embrace the future, handling your project with professionalism, experience, and polish unheard of in the industry. My name is Bill Brock, and White Rock Films wants your business. See us online at whiterockfilms.com. And we're back. We're visiting with the great Dr. Ricardo Lopez. Oh, He's the superintendent of schools. Oh, I want to make sure you have, I have that full title, <laughs> superintendent of schools, uh, Garland ISD. And that's what Wikipedia says. Yeah. You know, says and, you know, I was going to tell you real fast, I was looking at the Wikipedia page, and I didn't know this before on the GIST entry, but it says Garland, USA. Yes, it does. So I, I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, but we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. So I just thought that was great. I, I thought of Dr. Lopez. I thought, is he editing our page? I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, the power of influence is <laughs> yes, real. Yes, that's right. right? <laughs> well, speaking of the power of influence, we do have, uh, as a district, and I say we because, like I said, I have, I have a, my wife's a teacher there. I have kids there. I, went, I graduated from there. We have some great facilities and programs that I just – to be honest, outside of Garland and maybe even inside Garland, that people just don't know about. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people think a school district says, okay, you got the elementary school, you got the middle school, you got the high school, and that's it. But why don't you expand on what Garland ISD really has to offer from facilities and programs and anything of the such? I think you nailed it. We we are um, probably the DFW's best-kept secret, probably in the state of Texas as well. Um, the things that people don't realize that Garland has and we're continually uh, evolving we, we're, we probably have the most comprehensive choice program in the nation. Kids have choices over 72 campuses and programs from performing arts, health science, math science, 
robotics, IB. We offer AVID and um, AP scholar programs at every campus. Um, Whatever a parent wants for their child to be, it's in Garland, and they're not limited to a neighborhood. So they can choose from any one of those places. It's very powerful, especially when you, you know, like me, I had kids that grew up differently. They're all different personalities. And so if my kids grew up in Garland, um, USA, they would, uh, they would probably go into different schools because they had different interests. And so the district has such great vision that they created um, a CTC center. It's called the Gilbert Reed uh, Career Technical Center, and it is state-of-the-art. We have state-of-the-art culinary. Kids are rebuilding motorcycles. We have art and design. We have actually an EMT class in there. People from all over the nation are coming to visit this center. And this is the hub of opportunity for all our kids. So no matter where you live, you have access to these um, instructional outcomes. Um, Few districts can tout that because not some might have a few, but they don't have all that we offer. And not to all kids. Sometimes they have to choose a certain high school. doesn't matter what high school you go to. You have opportunity for these these different types of uh, career opportunities. So we have kids that will have certifications and go straight into the job market. And we have a number of businesses that are recruiting them. Um, The board has such vision that we're also uh, approving an auditorium. So an auditorium is going to be built in in our district. And it's not only when we when we lead with vision, we're also leading with helping the our surrounding economy. So you'll notice that we have a CTC or a CCC, the Curtis Colwell Center. So we host mm-hmm. concerts and major events there. Well, after that, where do people go? They go to the local businesses to eat, shop, and it really keeps the uh, economy alive. Well, this natatorium in its first year, once it's built, is expected to impact hotels, local restaurants, uh, three to five million dollars in the first year. Wow! So um, we we really lead with the vision that we're here not only to serve our district needs but our community needs as well. I was fortunate enough uh, when at the Career Center last year, I know uh, the Junior Achievement and their BizTown. Oh, yeah. Uh, Isn't that cool? It's, it's awesome. And, and fortunately, being a member of the Sac City Council, they invite us along with Garland Rowlett to, to go out there. Matter of fact, I think we're coming back out there on the 29th of yeah. October, I think. But the thing, I th- all, all the things you said really resonate. But when I went out there just on a personal level, I was just literally blown away by the opportunities that students have. You mentioned just a few of them, but, you know, I know they have a paramedic program. Yep. And I, I thought back when I was uh, at Garland High School, you know, proud class of 87, obviously we didn't have anything like that. Now, we had programs within the school, and I learned a lot from them, but I, I just think that is – I still don't think people grasp what's – really out there right but you know what that's okay because we have people like yourself and i know your staff that i've worked with that help get that word out and educate people ironic that we're in education we're educating people about the opportunities we have now the other thing i took away from that i'm a small business owner as well and in talking to the principal out there i did not realize that as a small business not just me but small businesses out there can partner with the career center too yes and uh, i i we just need to expand on that just a little bit about what they can do well you know uh we have a number of uh businesses that can be involved like you said with jay biztown that's that's a good start for some of them right and what they do is they come in and uh, educate our kids on what it's like to run a business 
what it's like to run for city council, yeah. much like yourself, how to be a mayor, how to run things, things that I was not exposed to at that early age in elementary years, right? And so um, what small businesses can also uh, partake in a lot of our events, they can come and educate the students. And it's a twofold partnership to where they're exposing uh, their business to, to get the word out on how they serve the community. Um, we really work hard to have a, a full merging with our cities and and it's different for us because we're a tri-city area right we got Saxe, rowlett and and garland and i will say that all three cities have great um things to offer um all three are booming people are choosing to move there but the thing is that they realize is that no matter where you live you get to choose where your kids go to school you know, I, I just think that's great because I don't know. There may be a, a, a district or two in the state that does that too, but I, I, I don't. I think we're certainly the largest yeah. that has that. And, and in this day and age, you know, all these other cities that I've traveled through or worked for and things like that, you know, they have attendance zones. And hey, if you live here, then you got to go here. Yes. And, and you know, if you step outside Garland ISD, that's actually pretty common, right? Uh, but. Of course, I grew up here, so it's, it's, that's not common to me at all. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I got to go here. I, I, no, I want to go over here. And that's, again, I think what makes Garland ISD so unique is that, like you said before, you ha- all of our kids have skill sets. Yes. And we, they may not know exactly what they are yet, but boy, I tell you what, with the, the, the great teachers we have and the faculty we have, they're going to bring that out. And then we're going to find out where they need to go. And I, I just don't, I just don't, and yes, I grew up here, so I'm a little biased, but I, I just, you did, like you said before, I don't think you can find that anywhere. Now, kind of changing gears just a little bit, I, I got an email as a parent a couple of weeks ago, or about a week ago, about the anonymous uh, app. Oh, you know? isn't that cool? And it's really cool. And I wanted you to expand on that because, as you know, and it's, it's just a way of life that, you know, school safety is a, a big topic right now. I know that uh, in Saxby and Garland and, and even Rowlett, we have school resource officer programs and things like that. But I, I just want you to expand on what Garland, how Garland's staying ahead of the game on that and protecting our students. So I need to compliment the Board of Trustees and our community. Um, a lot of people are getting singularly focused that safety means arming more people on campus. Well, there's so many different safety aspects to safety that you're more you're more um, apt to encounter a weather condition on safety than um, an intruder. Now, that intruder can happen anywhere, and we're going to be prepared for that like anybody else. But we need to get in front of it. So we have an anonymous app um, or anonymous alert app that um, any community member, um, parent, teacher, student, whoever has um, wants access can download the app and then notify us anonymously what's going on in the campus. And it could be anything that they see on social media, something that they've heard, and we will investigate it. We also sent out a very powerful message on how um, kids kidding around on, on social media will not be tolerated. Um, we had officers partake in this video from Saxe, Rowlett, and Garland. And I ran into a student from Rowlett uh, yesterday, and he was telling me, he goes, man, that, that video sent a good message to us. Um, other safety aspects, because I have to thank the board on this, is that while other districts um, are thinking about what we're doing, since 2014 bond, they've invested $50 million initially, and it's, the cost has gone up to 80 on safety projects. 
enhanced lighting in parking lot areas and areas that were uh, dark. Uh, we have a telecom system that can be transmitted anywhere in the district um, where we can make emergency calls and lockdowns. We have uh, panic buttons. We have um, sensors on exterior doors that tells you that they're open. So you know when an intruder's coming in because we can't lock the exterior doors through fire codes. So we need a way to monitor when a door's being open that should be closed. Uh, we have 24-hour surveillance. We have um, SROs at every campus and at the elementary campuses that are alternating. And we're consistently sitting down and looking at how we can improve. So we are putting vestibules at every campus. So you have to go to a secured area before you have access to um, the the main building. We have a raptor system. People have to check in, and the raptor system will say if you have a felony. And if you have a felony, you're not allowed in, even if you're a parent. So there's a lot of things that we're, we're doing to be proactive. Um, while uh, we can't prepare for every situation, we understand that. We're doing our best to look at every aspect. Uh, we go to trainings with uh, leading professionals uh, in this area, so that way we can constantly evolve. And so the anonymous alert, alert app has been one huge step forward. We've, we've been in school for four weeks, and we've already had messages from there that we've reacted to. While not, nothing has been substantiated, it's good message that when we go visit somebody, we say, hey, we were alerted through anonymous app. And some of the kids um, said, yeah, I, I was kidding around in the playground. And they get punished for that. And they already know the consequences. That's, that's great. You know, as we all know, it's it, no matter what we're talking about in life, it's always better to be proactive yes, sir. than reactive. Yes, Although sir. sometimes we have to, sometimes we can't help but be reactive. But even then, we have a plan in place. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's always good. Well, unfortunately, our time's almost up. Oh, I, no. I, I, I did want to. We need to do a double session. We will. We, yeah. We're going to. Don't worry. We're gonna, I need to come back. You're just that awesome. I, you, <laughs> thank you. Can, can, can you call my yeah, and tell yeah. me? No, it's. Um, I, I did want to just kind of get your final thoughts for this session anyway. We'll have you back. Uh, what do you see short term uh, as far as uh, the future of Garland SD? So we're going to expand choice opportunities. So uh, being a leader in that amount of choice isn't enough. We, we, we still have a number of kids on the waiting list. And so we don't want those extensive waiting lists anymore. So we're going to be ex- expanding choice options. We're going to be looking at, um, in the future, full-day pre-K. Uh, we feel that we want we have an ambitious goal of having 90% of our students read on grade level by the by third grade. So we need to expand opportunities uh, starting as early as pre-K. Um, we're also looking at um, creating um, a more robust national merit scholar program. We have one of the we're one of the few districts that actually prep kids for national merit scholarships. Uh, we, we we have double digit numbers. In National Merit Scholarships last year? You know, I, I hate to interrupt you, but yeah, you were, I think, 11? 11, think? yes, sir. And I think you, when I was listening to your uh, State of the District uh, presentation at the Council of PTAs, I think you said most school districts are happy with, what, one, one or, or two? One or two, yeah. right, right. Man, that's and, awesome. And sometimes the districts tout, like, oh, we have this many potential. We actually had that many. Um, and this summer we prepped 50. So uh, 50 are going to be in National Merit Contention. In our prep program, it's a reimbursement program. So the parents that put their kids through it during the summer, if the kids complete all the courses, uh, we reimburse them. 
So it's a win-win for the parent because when they score high on that SAT, that's scholarship money available for them. So uh, we have parents coming in saying, hey, we want that opportunity for our kids. Well, and again, like we talked about, like you talked about before, there again, those are opportunities that sure some people do know about, but not very many people do. And uh, when you come back next time, I, I want to talk to you more about uh, how being a superintendent is more like being a CEO of a business it sure is. than it used to be. And we'll tease the audience and talk, say we'll talk about uh, you know the choices that kids have, you right. know, where they even go to begin with. And yeah. I would even argue on that that my job is harder than a CEO because they don't have to care for kids and then their outcomes. That's an excellent um, point. <laughs> what, what people don't realize, yeah, what people don't realize, my monthly payroll is about $33 million a month. Wow. So, you know, it's running a corporation with student outcomes. It's a very complex system. And um, we're here to serve kids. And I, and I hope that people are going to see that Garland is leading the way in that. Well, I, I, I will tell you, again, as I've told you personally many times, I, I'm, I'm a proud graduate of Garland ISD. And I wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't have teachers and administrators back in the 80s when I was there that that cared yeah, and that were not afraid to challenge me. And I think sometimes that gets lost and, you know, we don't want to make someone mad. We don't want to offend somebody. But I, I know that when we push our kids, you know, we're, we're going to make them better. And I, I just appreciate you know, leadership that you brought to the district. And I, I so look forward to seeing all the great things that are going to happen in the future. That's why you're going to come back. All right. <laughs> so and you're a great that. role model for our kids. They get to see what a graduate from Garland really looks like. And right. that can be them too. They're the next generation. I know. And, and, and I'm it, it, like, I, I tell, uh, you know, I have kids at Armstrong, I have kids at Saxe high school. And I, t- I, I, I go out of my way to talk to like Ms. Snyder's the principal at Armstrong and Mr. Creel's at Saxe and, and even Miss uh, Blakey at, at Hudson. I tell him, and I'm serious about it, I tell him all the time, I say, look, if you need uh, someone to come back and talk, uh, I, I, you just tell me when. Right. Because it's, it, what you just said is when I was a student, and I had classes at A&M where we had, uh, you know, where former students that were whatever came back and said, hey, yes, you can do this. And it really motivated me. And so if I'm a kid in class, it's like, okay. I mean, what you know, some kids say, Oh, man, what am I doing? You know, what's this for? And then I can, but if you see someone that's actually sat in that chair, you know, years ago, well, here's what can happen. And if you listen and pay attention and absorb what your teacher is telling you, because you know what? We only hire the best teachers, right? Right. Then I promise you it'll pay off. And so I, I always put that out there because, again, I feel like that Garland ISD gave me so much in the beginning that I want to give back. And I just think that that's the, the attitude and the philosophy that I see uh, right now in our district that, look, it, everybody wants to give back. And I can promise you there's a lot of alumni that I, I still hang around with that is wanting to do that. They just, want, they just don't know the avenue to do it. So my challenge to you, and then we'll talk about this next time, is that, hey, how can former students really get more involved? Let's do and it. We'll, we'll talk about that. So. Hey, thank you for the invitation. Yeah, Dr. Lopez, it was awesome to have it you. Was. And, uh, you know, I always like to give a shout out to my guests. So you're real big into social media. So how can people find you on social media? Well, they can find me on Twitter at rlopez42. Um, that's my main social media outlet. Okay. Uh, follow us, get to see the great things that are going on in uh, GISD, in Rowlett, Saxe, and Garland, USA. And, of course, I'm sure you, uh, if anybody needs to contact you, they know how to find you on the website. And, yes, sir. And go there. Well, again, thank you, Dr. Lopez. I really appreciate it. And we look forward to having you back soon. Thank you. You have a great day. Uh, thanks, sir. Take care. 
If you or your business is interested in being a guest or advertising on the Seed of the Turf show, please call 972-771-4992, or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffins.com. That's it for this episode of Seed of the Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.